I want you to be a selfish jerk. That's right. In fact, I want you to practice being a little more selfish. It's probably exactly what you actually really need. So, my name is Brent, and welcome to the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for all things man, husband, and father. I provide content to help men become the men they want to be, and guys, let's get into it. This is the Fallible Man Podcast, your home for everything man, husband, and father. Here is your host, the Fallible Man, Brent Dowling. One of the greatest lines ever penned by Bill Shakespeare is in the movie, well, sorry, the play, Much Ado About Nothing, as Conrad calls Dogberry an ass. Dogberry goes on a hilarious, angry rant about being insulted as a lowly, even though he was the town constable. Now, in the movie version, directed by Kenneth Branagh, Michael Keaton delivered that line perfectly in the movie. I will never, I'll never forget it. It's one of my favorite scenes in in all of movies, honestly. Michael Keaton delivers a great performance that says, Oh, they were here to write me down an ass, but masters, remember that I am an ass. Though it not be written down, yet forget not that I am an ass. Well, that's my best Michael Keaton for sure, doing the character. But guys, if you listen to what I'm telling you today, then be ready to suffer the same indignation. See if I can say the word right. It's a big $10 word. Indignation. People you thought were your friends will end up calling you selfish and possibly a jerk, maybe even an ass, if you listen to what I'm about to tell you. Now, today we're talking about self-care, and sometimes that often gets overlooked in our busy society, even to the point of neglect, which is hilarious because as a people, we tend to be pretty selfish, right? So you wouldn't think this is a major issue, but I promise you, it is. In fact, we are so bad about taking care of ourselves that as a population in the U.S., Right, our obesity rate is over 64%. Kids are getting fat. People are all fat. Less than 24% of people even pretend they work out three days a week or more. Now, maybe that doesn't mean selfish to you, but guys, we build monuments to ourselves. Who's on social media? Play my game. Answer honestly. You don't even have to see anybody else, guys. Answer honestly, do you have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, who goes back as far as MySpace, Pinterest, Minds, I'm forgetting lots of them, aren't I, Uh, Parlor, there are literally dozens, and and I'm I'm not even touching them all, of applications and softwares and programs designed to spotlight ourselves. I mean, we are the focus of all those, right? It's like, look at us, look at us. Likes, thumbs ups, uh, yay, woo, yay me. I mean, I'm working on making a living on social media. YouTube as well, guys. It's the same thing. Well, I guess that depends on what content you're putting out. but. Guys, we neglect our own well-being. One of the things I struggle with, okay, Brent confession time, is 
I struggle with fitting in my gym schedule with my production schedule on The Fallible Man. It's a real problem for me. In fact, I haven't been to the gym more than a handful of times in the last three months because I am so busy with my full-time job and trying to do YouTube and my podcast and everything else that I do that it's really difficult as a small business owner because if I'm not working, any small business owner can tell you, if you're not working, it's not getting done, right? So it's easy to become bad about self-care there. Hey, but guess what, guys? I'm not just talking to you. Mom, we're shouting out at you right now. Ladies, this, this applies all the way across the board. I know so many young mothers who struggle with self-care because they're trying to be really good moms, and there's nothing wrong with that. But mom, if you don't take care of you, no one is going to be able to take care of everybody else. All right? Dads, you too, you're involved in this. Hopefully you are an involved father. If you're watching the channel, I know you want to be an involved father. If you're listening to this podcast, that is one of your goals as a dad is to be involved and a part, right? Well, guess what? That works all the way across. Mom, dad, if they're not taking care of themselves, they for sure can't take care of anybody else. Now, if I got your number, let me know and keep listening, guys, because we're going to get into it today. The first thing I want to talk about is it's okay to say no. In fact, I want you to say it with me for practice. Ready? One, two, three. No. Can we do it again? One, two, three. No. See? It's pretty easy. I know it feels kind of weird, but it is okay for you to say no. I promise. In fact, it's something that you need to learn to say likely more often. There's a quote, saying yes to happiness means learning to say no to things and people that stress you out. Thema Davis. I, I don't really even know who Thema Davis is, guys, but it is a really accurate quote. It is really vital that you hear what I'm saying. To be happy to reach your goals, to live the life you want to, you're going to have to learn to say no. Now, I'm not advocating that you neglect your actual friends. And I still fault Facebook, even to this day, for diluting the concept of friendship by calling the people on Facebook friends. Now, yes, I just did air quotes on that. But guys, that's how I feel about it. They have screwed up the concept of friendship. Real friends, yeah, I'm not saying cut them out. But there are a lot of people in your life who are asking for something from you that aren't really your friends. They don't have your best interests at heart. They are not the people who are in your corner when it gets hard, guys. And even those friends, every now and then, you have to say no because you are only capable of doing so much before you have to take care of you. So guys, point number one, I want you to learn to say no. It's okay. You're allowed to do that. And you're going to learn to do that if you ever want to achieve the many things you want to achieve, whether that's being a better husband, father, man, Individual in general, mom, wife, 
whatever your goals are, you're going to have to learn to say no sometimes, even to the people you love, even to your kids, even to your spouse. If they love you, you can have a conversation about it and they're going to get it. But guys, learn to say no. Hey, another thing big in our world, right, is chronic busyness. Now, I'm sure your calendar looks a lot like mine. Okay, I have things just blocked out to the point where I actually have blocked out time just to protect my time for my children. Like, bam. I have one afternoon a week. It's their time, period. Nothing else. I don't turn on my work computer. I don't record videos. I stay off social media. I drop everything. And that is their time, period. Nothing comes between me and that. Guys, we all get really busy in this world. In fact, for some reason, we kind of herald busyness as a sign of importance or success, which is a load of crap. Chronic busyness does not make you successful, powerful, special, or smart. It just makes you stupidly busy, guys. You've got to learn to say no because you can only put so many things on that calendar. I know you want to help people. That's the kind of people I tend to attract on this channel, and I'm grateful for all of you guys. But there is a time where you have to say, I love you, but no, I can't do it, okay? Don't always be the guy who looks at a schedule and goes, oh, I, I, mm, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze it in. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll squeeze. I'll rearrange some things. Stop being that guy. Stop it. Just stop. You cannot save everybody. You cannot fix everything. And you're killing yourself trying. Chronic busyness does not make you a better person. It makes you a really tired person who's never going to accomplish everything they want to. Number three, guys, just because it's a good opportunity doesn't mean it's good for you. Ask yourself, is this getting me closer to where I want to be in life? If not, it's okay to go back to point number one and say no. Now, I know this seems really odd, guys, because everybody will tell you, if you get an opportunity, man, you got to jump on that, right? Pounce like a panther, coiled, and whatever crap you want to envision in your head. But guys, that's not always true, okay? There are a lot of great opportunities in life, and it's true, they don't come along every single day. However, just because it, on the surface, is a good opportunity does not mean it is moving you closer to your goals as an individual in your role in life. Now, that doesn't mean you don't look at it, that doesn't mean you don't examine the possibility, but before you make a decision, you have to decide if it is in line with your core value and the direction you're going. I walked away from my plans last weekend because when I evaluated it, it did not align with my core values and what was important to me to stay doing what I was doing. So I walked away from it. And you can too, guys. A good opportunity doesn't mean it's right for you. Number four. Okay, have you heard the concept of value propositions? A value proposition is a statement that answers the why someone should do business with you by definition. Now, it doesn't mean it's valuable to you, but that is the value statement. Now, I want you 
to understand this idea of value statements, guys, as it applies to you. Before you say yes to something, okay, and this relates to all the points before it, before you say yes, you have to give it a value statement, okay? If you've seen some of my other videos, maybe you saw I asked the question why a lot. Why is a very important question, and it applies to this value statement. Guys, the value statement is, what does this do for me? Okay, look back at point two. Is this getting me closer to where I want to be? When I left my plans that I had for this weekend, it was a value statement. I weighed what I was doing. I weighed the time, the cost, the energy, and I looked at the value. And while my plans originally had good intentions and good value, with more data, more time, and looking at it, as I got closer to that time, I found out that it no longer fills a value statement for me. The value return of doing that this weekend was not high enough to neglect all the other things I would have been doing. To give up the things I gave up to do that, the value, the value statement had lost its purpose. It's no longer valuable to me. So I had to make a decision and realign and go back to what brings value and what delivers value to me. Change my entire plans that quick. I won't snap hard because I'm on a microphone and I don't want to deafen you guys, but I just snapped if you didn't hear it. I'll put that in a sound effect or something. Woo! All right. It's a value proposition that answers why you should do something. In this case, as it applies to you, let me give you an example because in YouTube, we use value statements all the time. So if you're watching this on YouTube, if you watch a lot of YouTube, then you understand this. Maybe you don't watch a lot of YouTube. Maybe you're one of my podcast listeners, guys. And I love you guys, but you understand this too. Okay. It's used in marketing every single day. In the world of YouTube, it looks something like this. It's the statement at the beginning of the video you watch. It goes, if you give me three minutes, I will show you how you can blank, right? It's a value statement. You trade me time and I will give you this in return. That's how we get you to watch YouTube videos. That's how it works. That's the way we were trained to do it for those of us who actually have done some apprenticeship in this. Value statements are a go-to hook. Okay, check out Brennan Kane's book if you don't understand hooks. Uh, hook point, check it out. But guys, that is a value statement. If I get, if you give me this, it will solve this problem. I will give you this. You will get this in return. That's a value statement. So ask that before you agree to anything. And guys, we're going to roll to our sponsor. Today's honorary sponsor, guys. I got a shout out, Stephen Crane. Now, if you listen to the podcast regularly, guys, you know who Stephen Crane is. And if you haven't, if this is your first time, Stephen Crane is an author, he's a copywriter, and he wrote the book, I Can Appreciate That. I Can Appreciate That was actually a great book. I enjoyed reading it, and I enjoyed my interview with Stephen Crane. And he reached out to me the other day and said, hey, Brent, I know our interview was a while ago, but as you know, part of my book was inspired by a young man who passed away from cancer that I happened to 
have the privilege of being involved with. This month, September, is Cancer Awareness Month. Maybe you didn't know that. Maybe you do. If you've had people who you lost to cancer or fought cancer in your life, you're probably very aware. If not, you know what? We all can agree F cancer, right? Hashtag F cancer. Right now, you have an opportunity to help fight cancer because my friend Stephen is offering his book. I can appreciate that. Whether you're on YouTube or on the podcast, there will be a link in the description or in the show notes for Stephen's book. I can appreciate that. Hashtag I can appreciate that on social media, guys. Any proceeds from his book for the month of September, every last dime, the man is an honorable man. Every single penny, every dime he makes off that book, all proceeds go to cancer research and fighting cancer. That is something for an author, guys. That's huge. I'm going to ask you to go click on the link in the description of the show notes. Get yourself. I can appreciate that off Amazon. It was a great book to read, guys. It's all about a year spent living life focused on gratitude that his teenage son goaded him into. It's a cool story. It's like nine or 10 essays put together that all revolve around the same topic. It's an easy read, guys. And every book purchased, every single dollar made, every dime goes to fight cancer. And you can help that right now, guys. So help us fight cancer. Get your copy of I Can Appreciate That. Hashtag I Can Appreciate That. F cancer, guys. And let's get back into our show. All right, guys. We're back, and today we're discussing self-care. I want you to be a jerk. At least that's what people will call you when you take time for yourself. Some people may even call you something stronger, like an ass or something like that. People will call you selfish. It's not selfish to take time for you guys. That is so important that you understand. Let me give you a really great example. Probably a lot of you have been on a plane before. If you haven't, This is what you're missing out. At the beginning of the flight, the stewardess and the announcer tells you in the event of cabin, in the event of cabin depressurization, okay, if the hull's breached, if the airflow drops, mask will fall from the ceiling above you. Grab the mask, secure it on your face, pull little straps. Even if the bag doesn't inflate, oxygen is flowing through it. Very important. Put on your mask before you help any children you're accompanying or anybody else who needs help. Why? Well, because you can't help anybody. You can't do crap if you're passed out from lack of oxygen. So, you have to take care of yourself first. Now, guys, all of you will know, if you listen to this podcast, I do not advocate selfishness. But people are going to call you that, and I want you to be that. It's not selfish to take care of yourself and invest in yourself. In fact, everybody who has ever achieved quote unquote success, whatever measure you measure that by, guys, will tell you self care is important for you to reach your dreams, goals, and aspirations. So, what are you supposed to do, right? Maybe self care is not your forte. I get it. Here's what I want you to do, guys. Here are four areas you need to pay attention to for self-care. First, mental self-care. Guys, only dead things don't grow. Big fan of that idea. 
to grow mentally, you need to read. You need to learn. You need to think. That's seriously underappreciated, guys. You need to think. Your brain is not technically a muscle, but it might as well be because it literally acts like a muscle. Your brain grows the more you use it. You get smarter the more you use it. So guys, invest in reading. We all know on this podcast, I'm a huge fan of Audible. I discovered audiobooks a year ago, and guys, I'm hooked. I love it. I get in more books every year because of audiobooks. So I understand. Maybe you have a struggle like I do because your calendar is too full. We'll get to that in a second. And sitting down and reading is difficult. God knows as a parent, it is really difficult to have some quiet time and sit and read, at least quiet enough for you to process anything. So Audible has become my friend, guys. Take online courses, take seminars, listen to podcasts. Guys, feed your brain. Exercise that bad boy and take it out for a spin. It's self-care. It is important that you keep growing mentally. Number two, guys, physical self-care. We already covered earlier in the show that less than 24% of people actually even claim that they work out. Now, let me clear this up for you. That claim is based on three workouts a week. That's like three 30-minute sessions a week in seven days. It's less than an hour and a half of exercise. That is the minimal criteria for that study. Only 24% of people even pretend they spend an hour and a half a week exercising. America has an over obesity rate of over 64%. And I know, because I talked to my friends over in Australia and in Great Britain, that you guys got some issues over there too. Not as bad as us, it seems. That's good. But guess what? You're not far behind if that's the case. Guys, eat well. Stop going to McDonald's. Stop going to fast food. I went through to take my daughter fishing yesterday. Got two Crispitos at the local gas station deli and a can of my favorite canned coffee, Black Rifle. I love my Black Rifle 300 cans. Not connected, not affiliated, not sponsored. I just love their canned coffee. May or may not be the best for me, but I drink their coffee at home, and so I like their coffee on the road too. But guys, that's what I have for breakfast. Okay, I'm not saying I have all the answers. Thus, the fallible man. I know I'm not perfect, guys. We're in this together. We are on the journey together. Eat well. Eat at home. Cook nutritious meals. You're not a kid anymore. You know McDonald's is not good for you. You know going to Jack in the Box, one of my favorites, not good for you. Get even their healthy options. Suck. Okay? Get exercise. Commit to walking four times a week. <gasps> Let's go above the national average, okay? Three 10-minute walks a day, four times a week will change your life, guys. Go the extra mile. Do three 10-minute walks a day, seven days a week. You will change your world entirely. I wish I was exaggerating, guys. But seriously, three 10-minute walks a day, seven days a week will radically change your life 
I swear it, okay? Not one 30-minute walk, three 10-minute walks. Walk five minutes away, walk five minutes back. It's that easy. Guys, you have time to do it on your breaks at work. There's no reason you can't do it. It will change your life radically. Put down the donut, stay out of the gas station, stay away from the fast food, eat healthy food. I'm not even advocating a specific diet. You know what's good for you and what's not. And if you don't, there's a bazillion diet channels on it. And if you contact me, I'll be glad to give you a few that I've vetted and actually believe in and have actually taken part in some of their stuff. So I know they're talking about what they're right talking about. We weren't designed for sedentary lives. So self-care for physical, mental, self-care for physical is important. But guys, we're going to go even farther. Emotional self-care. That's right. We're going to go there. Men, we don't like to talk about feelings. I don't care. I'm going to talk about them today. Actually, I'm not because I don't care how you feel about it. Emotional self-care has nothing to do with how you feel. Turn off the social media, guys. If you live on social media as much as the average individual does, take a week break from social media. See how you feel. It will change your perception radically. If you can do it two weeks, guys, you will change your life entirely if you are on social media on a regular basis. Try journaling. Okay, I've never been a big journaling guy, but I have friends who are, and they get up and they journal every single day. My wife likes to get up and journal and do her Bible study while she's journaling. Guys, get up and journal if you like to journal. Transfer what's in here, in your head, out to paper. Get emotionally fit. Now, here's a big one. Clear your schedule of the unnecessary things so you don't feel stressed out by the unnecessary things. Guys, this has to do with emotional self-care and well-being. I swear. No, absolutely, 100%. A lot of people are not near as busy as they believe they are. That's not downplaying you, okay? You are valuable. I know you're busy. I know you have a lot on your plate. But if you actually sat down, record your schedule, not just what's on your schedule. I want you to actually record your daily activity for a week. Cross-reference your written schedule or your calendar. See what's on there that doesn't need to be. I can probably tell you a lot of things. For an average person, scrolling through social media. Refer to the first part of this comment, right? Scrolling through social media. Dude, it's a time suck. It is literally designed to feed you like a drug. Turn off the social. You will clear up all kinds of time. You know, it doesn't take 30 minutes to take a poop. It really doesn't. But if you start scrolling social media while you do it, it sure does. Clear out the TV time. The television has never done anything beneficial for you in your life. This is coming from a movie guy, guys. If you've been on my show before, I love movies. I love it. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done is giving up my television time. I love watching movies. But guess what? Turn it off. The movie has never done anything beneficial in your life for you. Now, if you watch some documentaries every now and then for educational purposes, that's one thing. But television... And movies, for entertainment purposes, have never actually done anything beneficial in your life. I hate to tell you this, 
If you take a good, honest, hard look at yourself, you will find out how very true that is. Take the social media out. Take out the time you spend on social media. Take out the time you waste in front of your television. I want to put the TV industry out of business. Take it out. I'd rather you take me out. If you're watching me on YouTube, then continue to waste your time in front of a screen. Screens have overtaken our life, guys. The amount of time you spend in front of a screen, on average, is astronomically mind-blowing. That was really the wrong way to say that, but it's just incredibly mind-blowing, guys. I've read the studies. I'm an IT guy, so I spend all my life in front of a screen. It's horrible, and it's not making your life better. In fact, it clutters your life, and then it adds stress because you can't get in everything you want to because you're trying to leave room for all that crap. Get it out. It will fix emotional self-care to a huge level for you. The fourth thing I want to throw out is spiritual well-being. Guys, I can tell you this, okay? I'm a Christian. I believe in God. I don't expect you to. If you do, great. Maybe you're Taoist, like my friend Nate. Maybe you're Buddhist. Maybe you're Muslim. Maybe you believe something different than I do. At the core of our well-being, guys, lies our spiritual well-being. You have to believe in something. That can be, if you go all the way back to my first podcast, that can be my core values of God, family, country. But you have to have a belief system. It doesn't have to be what I believe. It doesn't have to be what your friend believes. But you have to have a belief system. Your brain was designed for it. It's necessary to nurture your soul, soul your well-being, who you are. You need to believe in something. Maybe you just believe in helping and being kind to other people. There's nothing wrong with that. But guys, you need to have a belief in something bigger than you. Because without it, the rest of your well-being will suffer. Now guys, I know I started with Shakespeare quotes. If you've seen me, who would know, right? I am actually a huge William Shakespeare fan. I have a nice, heavy, bound copy of the complete works of William Shakespeare that I've had for years. Um, and I can tell you all the best movies. If you want to start that conversation in the comments, I'd love to have that conversation with you. Compare notes if you're a Shakespeare fan. I love some movie adaptations. I hate other ones. But I love the works of William Shakespeare. And I know I started talking about Shakespeare at the beginning, guys. And it's because if you take time for self-care, you will weed out who is a friend and who is really not. Because your friends, the people who really love you, will understand needing to take time for self-care. It might be difficult because they're busy too. So they don't understand how to fit that in. That's a legitimate concern. But they will understand that you need it. The people who just want to use you, are just going to look at it and call you selfish. They're going to call you a jerk. They may even call you an ass. But guys, I'm here to tell you they're wrong. The truth is you need to take a little time to be selfish. Not in a bad way, but in a good way. Take care of yourselves. 
nurture yourself. You can't help anybody if you run all the batteries out on yourself, guys. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Be better tomorrow because of what you do today. We'll see you next time. This has been the Fallible Man Podcast. Your home for everything man, husband, and father. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a show. Head over to www.thefallibleman.com for more content and get your own Fallible Man gear.